0: So, guys, I've got Stephen Gorking with me. Introduce yourself and what it is you do.
1: Hey, Marcel, um I'm Stephen Gorking. i just the to pool And my music project is uh, uh, a hip-hop slash pop project aiming to inspire and motivate other people that are living with disabilities, but not limited to them, but just be a symbol of hope and inspiration to people that are going through a tough time, you know?
0: That's like like an extremely motivational and like a really like inspiring sort of approach to it. Tell me a little bit more about how you ended up getting involved in music in the first place.
1: Yeah, it's always been like, it's a hobby. Word playing for me was like an outlet, writing poems and stuff like that. And on a separate capacity, you know, playing music, church functions and stuff like that. But one day I just realized maybe I should combine the two and try to do something special and so you know, I started with this band and hopefully we can build upon it and inspire some people.
0: Oh, that's absolutely fantastic. And I just wanna like clarify like you are a you're a producer and a, a lyricist.
1: Some like a uh, conceptualist and uh, producer, yeah. Some like a producer. But I co produce with Bobby Johnson from Rebirth Music in Bloomfontaine, so we work closely together. So he's more technically, you know, capable than me. Yeah, he's been in the music industry and he knows all the technical stuff. That you know, I'm not really. I'm more of a creative dreamer, and he makes it happen on a practical level.
0: Now that's completely understandable, though. Like you know, it's sometimes you're. It's good to focus on a, a skill set that you have and have someone who is <laughs> how do i say more qualified in certain areas so that it allows you to focus on that skill set and improving that skill set instead of you know trying to spread yourself too thin with doing everything
1: well that's the thing you have to detach from your ego and you know it's like the project comes first the brand the project the end product comes first so i know my limitations i know Bobby's great and what he does we know each other we have a Good understanding what we do well and at the end of the day it's all about the end result if it turns out better you know that's it's for the best it's not about me or my ego it's more the end product making it the best it can possibly be
0: I think that's the first time I've ever heard it phrased that way you know in terms of it's the product the end product that comes first I've, I don't think I've actually ever heard anyone phrase it that way and when you put it that way it makes a hell of a lot of sense actually
1: I don't know, I just figured that out. I want to say earlier in my life, but you have to know your limitations. You can strive to be better, but there are certain stuff you will never be able to do. And you can get help, you know? So yeah, don't be egotistic or narcissistic. There is help out there. And if people work together, great things are possible.
0: In your, in your experience in the music scene, would you say that egos run high?
1: I think so, yeah. But a lot of people try to, to hide it in, in a way, you know? It's like a covert, narcissistic type of way. But I think a lot of people in this industry, in the corporate culture as a whole, you know, we live in a society where everyone is a bit narcissistic and egotistical. And they try to hide it the best they can. But it's just the society we live in.
0: Yeah, it's something that's like kind of a core value that's been ingrained in a lot of people without realizing it.
1: Yeah, definitely. It's like... Everyone wants to be the main character in their own series. No one wants to be the supporting character. And in a way, it's bad for society, you know. Sometimes, as I told you, you have to detach, evaluate yourself, reflect, and then go from that and where your weaknesses are, fill it with people that can make you better.
0: No, I I really like that mindset. I really like that point of view, actually. And I've also, like, I've... uh, I Hear a lot of like jokes and see a lot of memes about like a bro thinks he's the main character, and I've never actually put it in the concept like the concept of you know, sometimes you have a supporting role, sometimes that's what you need to make something better,
1: and there's nothing wrong with that. But we live in a society, you know, it's been like, like you said, it's been engaged to us, and that's just how it is. Everybody wants to be. The main character, and it's so uh, about you know for the human species going forward. What's that actually?
0: Yeah, yeah, no, it is. I think with the advent of like social media and stuff like that, it gives a lot of people like a platform to to attempt it, and yeah, it's, it's not everyone uh, deserves that spotlight <laughs> for for, yeah. for various different reasons. To be honest,
1: there's no merit anymore. You can start something on your own platform. You're not really even good at it per se, but you're getting attention and traction for being, let's say, um, ridiculous or silly or whatever, you're getting attention to that, so it's not that the bikes don't make it anymore, people don't work hard for certain things, if you do something silly on TikTok or Instagram, and now all of a sudden... You have a following. What are you, what are you going to do with that influence? It's a real time we're living
0: in. So like, are are you going to be a positive force or are you going to be narcissistic or aggressive about it? Or, you know, it, it, I, I get you. I get, what you're, I get what you're saying. I get where you're coming from.
1: Well, you see, that's the thing. I can't really say now that's what I aim to be. Try and stay as grounded as possible and focused on that vision. Like I told you. And, uh, I'm not gonna say it's easy, but you know, the more success you achieve, the harder it gets. But I just wanna, I'm a type of person that likes to reflect at the end of the day, and then I'll tell like, maybe I was wrong there. I should work on that.
0: You know, self-reflection is really important. It's something that really lacks in society these days. I find. It's just, you know, introspection, self reflection, those type of things. What are the current goals of like Stephen Gorking? Like what is what is the thing your your current closest goal that you're you're working towards?
1: Well, so just going the band as a whole. So our strategy is single by single, going like that. I feel like that's the best strategy for the current industry. Like as you know, I don't know, albums are it's a single before, you know? You do a single now. Maybe in a few months do another single. Try to stay relevant. Keep your content active. That's the of strategy I want to go with now. Casually build the brand and then in the future I'll show many plans and goals but for now I just want to the band next step would be like a music festival type of vibe and stuff like that all under the Stephen walking band i'm open to working with anyone and collaborate to make the end product better so with each song i'm open to work with anyone my go-to co-producer is bobby johnson and then you know on pr i have zero which you know well and then on on the admin and the legal side I have Lauren Smith and i p stain so yeah i have a, I have a decent team around me now and now we can build upon that
0: that's actually it's actually quite interesting because I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure in the past we've actually had um i p stain on the show if I'm not mistaken in terms of giving advice to like legal advice to to musicians and artists and stuff like that he's a he's a very like genuine person to work with. Based on my my interactions and seeing that whatnot, and like looking at uh, your like the Spotify list and stuff like that, you got you've got like four th- over four and a half thousand list, monthly listeners, and some of the like one of these singles has nearly ninety thousand plays. Walk walk me through some of the feelings regarding like these and just the the sort of like a reaction and the the traction that they've gained.
1: Yeah, that's the best feeling. You know, getting traction for the work and effort and energy you put in. So now you can see, like, we are going somewhere. And, you know, it's not just all the work going up in flames or whatever. You just feel like you're getting somewhere now. And it really feels good. Like, with the first three singles, I would say it was more of a, a learning curve for me, as I told you. not on the production side, but more on the, the business and the marketing side. I didn't really know what I was doing until I met d and Diva really opened a, a lot of doors for me, and uh, yeah, really did help. Divo really helped propel this forward.
0: Now Diva is an absolute unit of a human being. Like I don't think I've ever met anyone as hardworking and just passionate about what he does than that man. I'm gonna be like uh, to be absolutely honest. You could just refer to that man as, like, the opener of doors, because, God, <laughs> Lord, that man is something.
1: Definitely, yeah. Uh, that was, like, yeah, for the marketing and business side of things, PR and all that, he will uh, he just open doors. I will, uh, I will go with him now, till the end, you know. I will joke with him, tell him, I will follow you to Mount Doom, so, yeah. Uh,
0: yeah, because you know what, like, he is like the man with a plan, like he's never, like it feels like you could just trust him wholeheartedly and like you said, follow him to Mount Doom, because you know what, there's probably a plan, there's probably, it's probably already sorted.
1: You don't get people like that anymore. Very, 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 very gay people like that. I don't know. Debo is a legend. And yeah, uh, I'm very grateful to have met him. And I actually met him to saying. My friend introduced me Christian. He introduced me to Gibel and
0: yeah. Absolutely, I'm also quite stoked to see what it holds for you and what it actually brings out from there. And so, like, I I just wanted to to, to like touch on the the general right process. So you said you conceptualize and you write lyrics, and then you you pass that along that concept, and then they will expand on that concept and then create something from there. Am I understanding this right?
1: I call it like the target package. I start, let's say, sometimes it starts with a title. Sometimes it will start with just a basic concept. I'll add the references and stuff to that. The genre, the vibe, and then we'll take it from there. I'll talk to Bobby, hear about these things. And then we'll come to a, okay, then the beat and then all that. And then we will decide, like, which vocalist are going to use. Oh, we're going to go with a rapper here. What are we going to do here? So, yeah, so... It's a process, but it's really, really um, satisfying and gives me like, a, a sense of purpose, you know. It's really, it's a perfect outlet for me.
0: No, I can absolutely imagine. Like, music is one of the best outlets for pretty much anything, really. You're feeling sad, music. You're feeling angry, music. You're feeling any type of way. There's probably some type of music out there to relate to in some way or another, and even to what you're creating, you're creating something that will benefit people who have feel like felt marginalized and not really thought of in those situations. So like I, I see in your bio, you know, that you discovered that you had like a knack for this. What actually triggered that? What was actually sort of the catalyst that was like, you know what? This is something I can make a career out of. Like what was the, the sort of turning point about that?
1: The main thing, um, I don't know if you know about uh Little Dickie. He's like a rapper type of guy.
0: Yeah, yeah, I'm familiar.
1: Yeah, so I watched this interview on Swayze Universe in Shade 45. I heard his whole approach to this, and I said, you know, he's coming from a whole different angle, and it's working out for him. I can, I can, I think I can do this. And then I started getting in contact with other producers, and my friend Bobby, we had a, like, a, we just understand each other. And from there on, Everything fell into place.
0: Like so were you involved and in like friends with a lot of artists and people in the music industry prior to becoming uh like active in it? So it was just something that you kind of just fell into.
1: Yeah, like I said, it's like we all have music is like a hobby for us all in many ways, you know. It's just always there. And one day I thought all right, maybe I should try this, you know?
0: On on that note, where can people find you? Where can people find your music? Where can people get in touch with you and work with you if they would like to?
1: Yeah, on all streaming platforms. Steven Walking, and on all social media platforms at Nuclear Relicist. Yeah, so Facebook. I'm mostly on Facebook. I'm still, I don't know, I feel old now, but I'm still on Facebook, not really on the newer stuff like TikTok and all that, but nuclear
0: Fantastic. Thank you so much for taking the time to have a chat with me today. This was actually probably one of the most inspiring chats I've ever done, I'm gonna be honest with you. And yeah, no. I really appreciate thank the you time for you've me. taken to, to have a chat with me today. And we'll definitely talk about having like a meetup at some point.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely, yeah. No, no thank you for having me. I really enjoyed this.